Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This Timberwolves season is off to a tough start. I, I don't think by any metric you would say things have gone well uh, for the Timberwolves. High expectations. In the offseason, the big Rudy Gobert trade. The Timberwolves send a lot picks and players to the Utah Jazz. They get back Rudy, Rudy Gobert, a uh, fine player in his own right, uh, NBA All-Star, uh, thought to be the missing piece. But 13 games in, they're 5-8, and eight, and at times have just been blown off the floor at home. Uh, the Knicks, the Knicks are are not a title contender, and the New York Knicks demolished the Timberwolves at Target Center. They go on the road. They get beat by John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies last night, and the road trip continues for the Timberwolves. Cavaliers on Sunday. Our pregame at 4:30. Gerald Steele to follow the game, and then on Wednesday they'll be in Orlando. Pregame show there 5:30. And then uh, they finish the trip next Saturday against the Philadelphia 76ers, who, by the way, are struggling as well out of the gate. They finally return home on Monday, November 21st, when the Miami Heat come to town. And, oh, by the way, the Heat are struggling early. Now, it's still November, and things really don't get going until maybe the Christmas break in the NBA and things really get serious after the first of the year. But so far... Not so good. And Chris Hine, who covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune, joins us on the line. And, and Chris, uh, you're at practice. You're at the games. You follow this team for a living. Uh, it has not been good. No, it hasn't. You did a pretty nice job of summing it all up. Uh, <laughs> they've been getting blown off of their home floor uh, by teams that are not title contenders. You know, the Knicks and the Spurs came into Target Center and, and blew them out. Uh, Memphis last night, it, it looked like a repeat of the playoff series where the Wolves couldn't get an offensive rebound or a defensive rebound to to save themselves at any point. Um, D'Angelo Russell was on the bench for the final minutes of the game, just like he was in game six of the playoff series. Uh, it's It's like... Nothing has really changed in some ways from from what their problems were a year ago. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not sure how much of this anymore has to do with Rudy Gobert and trying to incorporate him and just the the, the makeup of this team as a whole in terms of things like transition defense and, and hustling and effort and intensity and boxing out and all those things that have nothing to do with 
trying to fit in a player like Rudy Gobert. That's that's kind of where I'm at with this team right now. Is I've kind of shifted away from is the Gobert thing working to are the Timberwolves just playing hard enough and good enough basketball on their own regardless of who's out there on the floor. And I don't know that they are right now. Yeah, and it, it, it has to start with the players making max money who, who have been around, and that is Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. Uh, you can talk all you want. Anthony Edwards, for all practical purposes, is still a kid and still trying to figure it out, and he is still wildly inconsistent. But Carl Anthony Towns, at this point in his career, for the kind of money he's making and should be the leadership role in, in demanding more from everyone, including himself, night in and night out. And I use this example. When I'm on after a Timberwolves game sitting in for Henry Lake or here on the weekend, I, I, I will say it over and over. The one thing about Kevin Garnett and made Kevin Garnett great, and he is one of the all-time great players in the NBA and certainly the greatest Timberwolves player of all time. And, and I remember going to see KG play and he and he played on some good teams and some not so good teams but the one thing you knew is he would give max effort every night shots may not go in and they may not win but kevin garnett went out and gave max effort i don't see that out of this team most nights yeah, I, I don't either, um, I, and I'm with you. I, I think Carl, when it comes to Carl, I don't I don't think with Carl it's ever a problem of effort, I, but I think the way that he channels his effort can be frustrating to, to fans because we see him, you know, trying to maybe force some things on offense. Sometimes he complains about the officiating. He still hasn't learned – uh, you know, to stay out of foul trouble. He's yeah. got this, I was just looking this up today. He's got the second most fouls in the NBA so far this season. Um, you know, he, last night he was on the floor with three fouls in the first half. And, you know, what's the one thing you can't do in that situation? Pick up a fourth foul. And he picks up a fourth foul just before the halftime happens. So, you know, it's, I think in some ways, some guys, you know, they, they come out and they, they try hard. They have the necessary intensity every night like Carl does, but he's got these these ticks to his game that he's never been able to to solve. But, you know, you look at the other end of the spectrum, and, and I think when, when you think of energy, lack of effort, I think everybody in their mind pictures D'Angelo Russell when, when, yeah. you, when you start saying that, especially on the defensive end of the floor. Um, and that's what Chris Finch said as to why he sat him for the last nearly five minutes last night was he was looking for a little more, a little more defense and a little more uh, dribble penetration. And D'Angelo Russell wasn't bringing that last night. He, he wasn't really bringing that in the playoffs last season. Um, so I, you know, it's he's got to pick it up. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how this gets better from here. But right now, I, I don't think. Uh, Russell could have started the season any worse than he has. Yeah, and I, I think you bring up a, a good point. Maybe with Carl Anthony Towns, you know, more of a frontal leadership role in in being, you know, more of of that guy that's going to demand. I, I I just think going back to it, each player is their own, but you know, Kevin Garnett would would demand certain things out of the people on the floor, and you know, for for what Cat's making. And, and what he's being paid, you know, 
demanding more from his fellow players on the floor. And and maybe that's not in the mix. And then D'Angelo Russell. I, I think you and I have talked about this. I've certainly mentioned it on these airwaves. When when he sat in game six of the playoff series and and wasn't in there at crunch time, I, I thought there was zero chance they were going to bring this guy back this season. He had lost the face of the coach. You, you can't have him on the floor with the season on the line, and they bring him back anyways. And, and maybe they couldn't find anyone to take him. But, but the simple fact of the matter is, is that it's not working. You're 13 games into the season, and he's standing out right now like a sore thumb as being a major problem for the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I, I you can't disagree with anything that you said there. It's it's he's it's the biggest issue that they have with this team right now, um, and I think he's kind of symptomatic of the team as a whole. Because, like I said, when when you think of players not giving a hundred hundred and ten percent or whatever you want to term it, you usually picture D'Angelo Russell like losing his man on defense or not boxing out uh, or or doing things of, of that nature, or taking bad shots. Uh, not moving the ball, um, all that starts and ends with D'Lo in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I, I think you you still, after 13 games, as bad as it looks, it's still not the, the time to make, you know, wholesale judgments of, of this team as a whole. I, I still think you need to get, like, kind of like you were saying, to at least the new year before you, before you maybe start making some changes. But But right now, like, if this keeps up, I don't see how they can't make some sort of move. And I don't know what move would be out there. You know, when, when you've given away all of your draft capital at this point in time, you know, to get Gobert in here, it'd be interesting to see what kind of move down the road would be available to them. Because at the end of the day, D'Angelo Russell is on an expiring contract. And, you know, that is not an impossible thing to do to move an expiring contract in the NBA. So it'd be an interesting trade market, you know, if we were to get to that point months, a a little, a little while from now, definitely, uh, definitely not anytime soon, but down the road, uh, it certainly could be a possibility. Because there, there, there are numbers that show that when, when there are others on the floor and, and granted these, these guys are uh, further down the bench, but they, they seem to play it better. Jordan McLaughlin, Kyle Anderson, you know, they're, they're, there's calls right now. Something's got to change. They've, they've got to find a spark because what they're doing right now isn't working. Yeah, yeah. And, and even even the bench has had its moments of, of inconsistency sure. this year. You know, it was – honestly, it was the other night against New York that the bench was the ones – or were the ones that were kind of getting run off the floor by the Knicks. Um, the starters actually started that game – relatively well it was only when they started getting into the bench that that new york started taking advantage of things um so i don't know what the answer is (laughs) that's why i'm not the coach um you know i I, chris finch has said you know that not really looking to change the starting lineup and i get why he says that you know it's because again you don't want to overreact to a 13 game sample size and and try to give it at least a dozen more games, probably at the very least, because you don't want to make, if you're, if you're really in this for the long haul with Rudy Gobert for, you know, three, four or five years, whatever have you, 
you can't be making rash decisions and, and wholesale judgments about the team after a bad 13-game stretch. You know, if they, if they started the season strong and then went through a bad 13-game stretch in the middle of the season, you know, the perception of the season is different. So, you know, there, there's there's a there's a world of possibilities, a, a potential world of outcomes where this could be one of the lowest points of the season if they can figure things out moving forward. I'm, I'm just trying to put my basketball thinking cap on and, and yeah, take a long-term sure. view of it here. You know, I, I realize how bleak in the moment that it looks, but, you know, when it comes to major decisions to a roster, front offices are, are not going to overreact to to just 12 or 13 games as much as fans might want them to. Yeah. Uh, but uh, certainly a lot of grist for the mill right now. Uh, and a tough stretch, really, for the Timberwolves because they are struggling. John Morant, Memphis, we know how that went last night. Then Cleveland on Sunday. Uh, our coverage begins at 4.30. Wednesday at Orlando, coverage begins at 5.30. Uh, <laughs> the Timberwolves had some uh, dubious results against Orlando last season, if memory serves. And then Philadelphia, as I mentioned, a team that struggled out of the gate, and that's uh, next Saturday night uh, at, at 6.30. And then uh, Miami, next home game a week from Monday. So th- this isn't a particularly easy stretch of games for the Timberwolves, considering where they're at right now. No, it's not. But, you know, to, to your point uh, earlier, there's a lot of teams right now that are going through it early in the season. The Timberwolves are not alone here in their, in their early season struggles. You know, there are some teams like Memphis um, who, who have started off really well. Phoenix, for instance, they've lost twice to Phoenix here in the last week or week or two. Um, but they are not alone in the NBA landscape and going through some early season, early season blues here. So, you know, I wonder, we'll see how the road trip kind of affects things. You get out of Target Center, which it seems like every night they've been playing at Target Center, they've been getting booed at some point in the night. Um, So maybe you you get out of that energy, you get on the road, you get a little more kind of isolated, maybe you get a little more focused even um, when you're not at home and it could maybe turn things around. I've said it before, I'll say it again, you know, this team started 4-9 and last year, they're 5-8 and this year. If you if you look at it, a glass half full perspective. There, they are one game ahead of where they were a year ago at this point in time, um, and that team turned it around eventually. But you know that team also there was there was less on the line then. You know yeah, they didn't mortgage sure. over half a decade's worth of draft picks last season, um, so the pressure and the expectations are much greater this season because of all that has been invested into this team. And we'll see how they respond. You know, as as it pertains to Cat and his leadership, uh, as we were talking before, you know, I don't I don't know that Cat's ever been the the rah rah vocal demanding leader that KG was. And and you know, in some ways, that's fine. You don't want you don't want players to be who they're not, right? Or try to or try to fake a persona because that's seemingly what's expected of them. Um, but I will say that, that maybe this team is lacking a, a, a strong, assertive voice that Patrick Beverly or somebody like that brought last season. Um, I think some guys are, are stepping up like a Torian Prince. Um, but, you know, maybe they are missing a little bit of that accountability that, that he brought last year. Well, Chris, it's always good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time. We look forward to your coverage going forward. It sounds good, Steve. Thank you.
All right, there he is, Chris Hine of the Star Tribune here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.